Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. I'm your host, Eric Key. And if this is your first time tuning in, the Marketing SOS Show is all about me answering marketing and business-related questions from listeners just like yourself. Something I love doing, I love helping and educating people in the world of marketing. And that's one reason why the show is going to change a little bit in upcoming episodes. I'm going to be sprinkling in interviews with different interesting guests who have specialized knowledge or experiences that may benefit you in your marketing endeavors. So that is coming up. Before we dive into this week's episode, if you yourself have a question for me, drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca. I'd love to feature you on an upcoming episode of the show. Now, today's episode, I have a question from Lisa that is an interesting one and one that I don't always think about when it comes to how I approach something. And this is probably my own bias in reading a lot of these questions. I always assume that they are for a Western audience like here in Canada or America or Europe, but that's not always the case. So this question is from Lisa, who is looking at building a brand in a market like Africa or India, where people don't have the same access to digital technology that we have here. So a lot of the strategies that you've heard over the past few weeks and months in the show might not be effective here. So let's hear from Lisa just after this. So Lisa writes, Hi Eric, I need help brand building for a financial services firm in areas with less digital penetration. Apart from print, media advertising, what other avenues can be considered for areas where digital literacy and penetration is low, but growing fast in the upcoming years? Like in rural areas of countries in Africa and India where digital penetration is so low that Alexa is unknown to them, although I can see it being applicable in European and American countries. So any advice would be fantastic, Eric. Thank you. Well, Lisa, this is a a great question, and this is one of those ones that I I kind of thrive on, is how to uh, market in a box or with constraints. And they always kind of bring out the best ideas. So again, really great question. And, you know, as I was reading it, I was going to give you a lot of uh, digitally focused advice, uh, but clearly digital strategies like content marketing, SEO, and digital advertising might not be effective in this scenario, at least not yet. Like you mentioned, in the upcoming years, you might be able to have more digital strategies, but for now, you're not there. Now, you mentioned print and media advertising, which I'm assuming means things like uh, buying newspaper or magazine ads. Now, print is a good option here in general, but you don't need to spend all your money on media buys. I would actually see if you can measure those media buys somehow to see if they're effective, like in the media buy that you're doing putting in a specific URL, actually seeing if anyone's going to it. Now, I know you mentioned uh, digital literacy or digital penetration not being great in those areas. If this was another organization, you could have some kind of coupon or code or cut this thing out and bring it into the office and present it. It's the one where you can measure it. Or when you have new clients, ask them how they learned about your services. Now, they might not always remember that they learned about it from a newspaper ad, but they, they might. It all depends on how long it's been since that initial exposure and when they're coming into your office. Now, one thing I would look at is whether this actually advice is going to apply to you or not is your standard print collateral like business cards and brochures. Yeah, definitely not the sexiest marketing mediums, but they can still be really effective, especially in this marketplace where they may be the norm. 
So I would see what kind of print is going on with other competitors or other businesses in those areas and try to leverage them. Now, aside from getting large volumes of business from media buys, I think that the way things will develop here is investing in those one-on-one relationships and building your word-of-mouth advertising by providing value and building trust with your clients. Now, some things I say here may apply to the Western world, but may not in your market. So take what sounds right and ditch the rest, please. Don't try to make it fit if it's not going to work. How your financial services firm have a presence in your local community. Here that might mean being visible at events with a booth or a table with your branding and brochures and talking with people all day long. Perhaps even look at setting up in busy locations with lots of foot traffic where you think your clientele is spending time. In these markets and like other markets throughout the world, consistency and trust is a slow strategy that builds over time and is always worth investing in. Treat your customers like gold, answer their questions, follow up with them regularly, and take care of them. Understand why people want to work with the financial services firm. Are you providing them great financial service products? Understand why people want to work with the financial services firm in your market. Are you providing them with great financial vehicle products or helping them achieve their goals and unlock their future dreams? Be clear with what you're doing and use empathy when speaking with them. Lisa, thank you so much for the question, and I really do appreciate it because I love uh, getting these kind of problems, looking at different ways to approach them, and being exposed to different marketplaces that uh, I'm not used to. Anything I can do to grow is always a positive in my book, and this is one that, you know, I gave you some high-level things that you can look at uh, doing in terms of just expanding beyond print buy. But there's probably a lot of different things that I haven't captured here or thought of. So really, I would go out there and hit the streets and evaluate what others are doing that seems to be working. You don't always have to reinvent the wheel. Just adapt what someone else is doing. And that can always usually pay out pretty well for yourselves. So Lisa, once again, thank you. And thank you, everyone else out there listening. I appreciate your time. And if you could leave a ratings interview on iTunes or whatever podcast player you listen on, that would really help grow the show, and I would truly appreciate it. If you want your question answered on the Marketing SOS show, drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca. I'm here to help, and I'd love to hear your question. And with that, we are out. <laughs>